Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Do You Recall Podcast, a podcast that says the duels back in the day got you through your day. And on today's podcast, I had to bring back the number one or number two. I don't know how you would say it, but the co-host extraordinaire from the original Blast from the Past movie podcast crew, give it up for my man, Joe Kills, keeping it real. He's back in the building. Joe Kills, what's up, man? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Ooh. Now, I would think that you would be number one. We, uh, yeah. You would be the number one. Would you guy. like the number one co host? That's true. That's number true. one co host. The, the longest running co host. The longest running co host. <laughs> there it is. We have to go with that. The longest, <laughs> the longest running co host. So. So I had to bring Joe Kills back on the podcast to talk about something to me where I just recently got the CBS All Access app. Okay. And, and what I'm finding out is I love the app because it has all throwback shows on it. Really? Yeah. So like any, especially anything that's Nickelodeon, it has that on there, Nick at Night, all well, those great stuff. That's because they own it. <laughs> exactly obviously and so i'm just like where the hell has this been because i've been looking for this my whole life anyway so the thing that had got me thinking was obviously it's black history month so right, right. um i was thinking about like you know duels duels Duo, duos duels i can't pronounce that for i don't some know reason. why you keep trying to stick an l in there i don't know du- duel duo 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 there you go you know, so we're going to talk about on today's <laughs> podcast, the our favorite du- duos. Duos. Yeah. Duos. <laughs> I just can't say it, Jam, man. You know what I'm trying to say. Our favorite our favorite black duels. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to extend it. Just because it's Black History Month, I, I'm, I'm, I understand. You know, I get that. But I think that everybody deserves their, their little shot, you know. Little shot, little shot. Oh, okay, whatever, man. He he want to do one of those again. So, well, you did bring me back. You, you yes. was expecting this. Wasn't I you? was expecting this. God <laughs> damn it, I was. All right, so I know si- they were when they found out I was coming back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since technically you were guest on the new podcast, I'm gonna have you go first. Oh, uh, hell, go first. Who is your do you recall moment, movie, TV, whatever favorite? My, my my do you recall and and uh I kind of hinted at this to you before. Yes. And my 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 best do you recall is one that they wanted to do in the MCU. Okay. And and because of the the saddening events of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Um they can't do it now. And that my my favorite duo is actually from a comic book and it's actually uh Black Panther and Storm. Ooh, Black Panther and Storm. A lot of people don't know that in one comic book they were married, right? They were married. They mm-hmm. had they had a child. Um, oh, really? Yes. What was the child's name? I don't remember. Okay, that part. It, well, it's been that long. It's. I mean, this is yeah. This is a duo from the set from the early seventies, or excuse me, late seventies, early eighties. Okay, then. And um, yeah, Black Panther and Storm. Um, they met. Um, in Secret Wars with the X Men versus the Avengers. Okay, actually, they met before that, and that's why this uh, X Men versus the Avengers is why they broke up. Oh, hmm. why they divorced and everything like that. Oh, that's crazy. So, what makes them that great of a, a tag team that you? That's why you well, like them. 
one of the reasons was because they're both positive black role models. This is true. This is true. You know, well, Storm, she gets Storm. Storm, well, is still, yeah. Storm, Storm. The reason why I say she's a positive black role model because even in the comic, she started out as what they call a street urchin and a, a, and basically a thief. Okay, and became this beacon of light. You know, for the not only the mutant community but the regular community too, as far yeah. as blacks go. Gotcha. And you know, the king of Wakanda. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> the name, the king of Wakanda. I you know, tell so you. That, just... that 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 that's my my number one black duo. I you know what that would have been the movie too. That would have been the movie to see, and I, I feel like more people that came out for that movie than they would have probably came out for the whole Black Panther movie. So I really thought that that'd been great. Now here's the question. Yes, I'm gonna ask you this to follow up, kind of like how we did on Blast in the Past. Gotcha. So who would play? Your storm. Hmm. I mean, Holly Berry already did it, and she did a good job. She, I will, did, a, I, she I will, did a good job. I will say she did a better job than she did in Catwoman. Yeah, oh yeah, don't even speak about that. We're not going to speak about Catwoman, but yes. well, any DC comic movie has not done well. Mm, okay, that's 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 up for discussion. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I would say the original Wonder Woman and Aquaman were the two best. Okay, but as far as who would I cast for now for my storm? Um, for the stature, I could say Tiffany Haddish could pull it off the stature wise. You, you gave Tiffany Haddish a lot of kudos stature, right there. Stature wise, because mm. she's a comedic actress though. Yeah. It kind of throws it off. I don't think, yeah, cause Storm would, no. Storm is not funny. No, she's not. She's straight. But she's I mean, just for stature wise, you know, mm. just like the, the, the stand, you know, the look. Okay. She could, she could play that. I think she could play the part. Um, but I would give it to maybe a Regina King. Okay, she's not she's not as tall as Storm is. Ooh, Regina King, that that sounds good. I I, like but that. I would give it to Regina King. I, mm-hmm. I think she could pull that off. What about Gabrielle Union? I think Gabrielle Union could play that part, especially mm-hmm. the uh, Mohawk yeah. Storm, mm-hmm. where she cuts all her hair off except for the Mohawk. Yeah, I think she could play that that part there too. Okay, there you go. Starting this podcast off right with some facts. I love it. Okay, so let me ask you, who's your number one? Number one, yeah, duo, duo, duo. That's what I'm going into right now. Okay. So my do you recall moment is, do you recall Keenan and Kale? Yes, I do. This is my one of my favorite black duels out there because it's just something. Still, just just two people I grew up watching, right? Especially right. watching. All that, and then all that transformed into watching the Keenan Kale show. Gotcha. And Keenan Kale was, at the time, it was funny. I go back and look at it now, I'm like, that wasn't that funny. Well, that's because your humor changes <laughs> yeah, as yeah, you get older. It, it, this is very much true, but I love Keenan Kale, especially, especially love Kale with the whole, like, who loves orange soda? Is it true? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. And he would kiss the orange soda. Like that shit was freaking. I don't know what, what, what. I mean, I don't even know why they even. I want to know how that got started. I want to know why the orange soda thing was like the thing. Well, see, I never watched, really watched the Kenan and Kel show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sorry about the pause. <laughs> I often do that. Mm-hmm. But, home of the good burger. 
Oh yeah, well, Good Burger was one of my one of my favorite Keenan Kel movies. I mean, it was pretty much the only Keenan Kel movie there yes, it was. <laughs> so obviously, Good Burger was a cool throwback, and they had a cool dynamic. And you had Ed really led that whole entire yes, performance. And you know, strawberry but, jacuzzi. Woo! <laughs> I'm reporting your name to the manager. The manager already knows my name. <laughs> If you don't know what we're quoting, we're quoting Good Burger, obviously. If you haven't seen Good Burger, where you've been living at, uh, especially if you're a 90s kid. Yes. But the Keenan and Kel show, um, it, it 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 tried to have, it didn't, it didn't have no sense of like, I'm going to teach people something. It was just pure comedy. That's all it was. Okay. Literally, you know, Keenan was a person who worked in a grocery store and was always getting Kel into trouble. And that's actually how the show would start. So they were actually opposite. Yes, they were actually opposite. So the show would start off with them coming in front of this giant curtain and they would talk to the audience. You know, um, I think sometimes I think it was a live studio audience at the time. They were talking in front of the audience and then Keenan would hint to like, I got something that I think I got something that's going to, you know, make this show funny. And then Kel would be like, no, come on, Kel. No, no, you always get us in trouble. And then he'll end it with, oh, here it goes. And that's what curtains would open and the show would start. So I love the dynamic of them always starting to show off with a little banter. And you can tell it had a lot to do with improv. Okay. And it was a lot of improvisation throughout the first part of the show. And um, But, yeah, it was it was a cool show. I thought at the time I thought it was pretty hilarious. And, like I said, you, you mentioned Good Burger. I was going to follow up with that. But Good Burger was classic. I mean, that's a classic, you know, comedy-type movie for kids who grew up in the 90s, you know. And if you've never seen Good Burger and you were a child of the 90s, I'm sorry. Who was held you captive? Who was held you captive inside the basement where you didn't get a chance to watch Good Burger? And, you know, even had a – I'm sorry, what's the gentleman's name? The someone that sings the – Sinbad. No, no oh. Sinbad's in it. Yeah, Sinbad is in it, and he plays a great job of this weird, even, wacky even, teacher. Even though he was only in it for, like – Maybe three scenes. Yeah, and uh, Atomic Dog. Atomic Dog was in it. Oh, yeah. Because they, they do the whole, um, like, song. Bootsy Collins. Yeah, Bootsy Collins. Not I'm Bootsy sorry. Collins, not Bootsy Collins. Uh, no. George yeah. Clinton. Yeah, George Clinton. You got me tripping. Like, see, you got me Yeah, so George Clinton was in the movie in the insane asylum, and they had, like, this. That was, like, one of my favorite scenes when they're, like. That was a good scene. Uh, when they're dancing the freaking insane asylum, which is pretty cool, just to escape. So, I mean, it's just a fun. It, it gave you, the like, a kid black version of Ace Ventura. No? No, I wouldn't Okay, I, I tried. I tried. Maybe because of the whole clinic yeah. thing. That's probably why I went there with that. Because that, that was more, to me, because, you know, I was an adult when Good Burger came out. Got you. And, um, but to me, Good Burger was more, it the Kenan and Kellen Good Burger weren't slapstick. Okay. And to me, Ace Ventura is more slapstick comedy. This is true. This is true. You're you're absolutely right. So, but I did very much enjoy a Kenan and Kel Good Burger, even from because even in the Good Burger, sh- the segment in all that, they weren't really a dynamic in the show. You know, it was okay. just Ed. You know, when you watch Good Burger on all that, it was just really Ed. Okay. So, um, and Ed had a bunch of different people come in, which was, and I'm glad they did a, sh- a movie around that and brought obviously a lot of the cast from all that to watch this. Oh, movie. okay. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, either. a lot of the cast from all that is in making an appearance in the movie, whether they are working at the. Good burger or they're some type of um they're customer. some type of a customer. Yeah, okay. exactly. 
So it was pretty cool. And went against Mondo Burger. Like, it's so funny. I went to a place the other day, had a burger that reminded me of Mondo Burger, and it wasn't that good. So I'm just so like. So it actually really reminded you of Mondo It really burger. reminded me of Mondo Burger. <laughs> but it didn't blow up my fucking face. That's that's the whole thing. Uh, Home of the Big Booty Burger. Home of the Big Booty Burger. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kiel. So what is your next, do you recall? Duo? Duo, yeah. You're going to be mad at me. And why am I going to be mad at you? Because. I have three, and none of them are duos. Kill, you knew coming on the show that we were going to do this. I know. So why would you? Because why? you knew I was going to do this. Go ahead. Well, the three are basically Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is, it's a duo, but it's not a duo. Uh, between him and Carlton? Between him and Carlton. Okay. Or between him and uh, Jazz. Okay. You know, but the dynamic is... Or between him and Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say it's it's a duo, but it's not a duo because it's like three different duos. I got you. Okay. Um, but I can, I, I can respect that at least and know that because, you know, they did play, him and Carlton did play, you know, you know, opposite of each other a lot in Fresh Prince, obviously. You know, they played off against each other pretty well. So, yeah, I, I get you. Okay. The other one was Family Matters. Steve okay. Urkel and the dad. Steve Urkel and Laura. Steve Urkel and... The brother. Okay, then. Well, okay, well, let's speak on Fresh Prince. Why? So what What was it about Fresh Prince that made you really think that that was one of the best, one of your favorite, you know, duels? Well, for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you've always had, I mean, I can't say you, but mm-hmm. I know I've always had that friend, even though mine was more my neighbor at the time. Yeah. You know, that you, you just connected with. Mm. And okay. you just wanted to be around. Now that I'm older, I have a fr- I have a couple friends like that now. Okay. Um, as far as between Fresh Prince and Uncle Phil, I didn't have that dynamic, like that kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my uncles, we were closer, and we didn't have that kind of relationship, possibly because we didn't live together. Gotcha. And then me and, you know, for him and Carlton, it was like, I don't have cousins like that. That's your close I'm actually, to. I'm actually the Carlton of all my cousins. Mm. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so, but it was just, it was something you could see. It was a family dynamic. And it's something you could see. If you looked close enough, you could possibly see one of those dynamics in your own life. You know, that's true. And because when you talk about the fresh thing, especially uh, Fresh Prince uh, Will with um, Uncle Phil, and their dynamic together was different, but they always, you know, Uncle Phil always played the dad role, yeah. obviously, to to him. And for me, that kind of transcended because, like, you know, I always had, I'm, I, have, I have a stepdad. Right. A lot of people don't know that. I actually have a stepdad. I mean, I call him my, my father, my dad. That's my dad. You know what I mean? No right, matter right. what. And so, you know, building that kind of relationship and having those moments like Uncle Phil and Will had, I related to, and, you know, even the episode where, you know, his real dad comes back and, um, you know, he, he's trying so hard to fall in his good graces and, and do what it had to do to, you know, for him to love him, you know. Right. But And then that was like one of the most powerful Fresh Prince episodes in my, I, I see like, there's only like maybe three Fresh Prince episodes I probably cried on. I'm not going to lie to you. And that was one of them because okay. it really hit to me. And then him and Carlton, like you're right, like I never had cousins like that. I didn't have cousins that we like hung out to that dynamic where it was like a brotherhood. Like that right. was like a brotherhood. Like they were brothers more than they were cousins. And you saw that. And it, he took, you know, Carlton for who he was. You know, it, it didn't start off that way. 
but well, it, it, it you I, know, think, got I think that it's, I think it started out that way, but it was just it's easier to tease, yeah, than to accept. Didn't accept. You're right. You know, even though he, took but he always he had he always, he always had, had his back. back. He always had his back. Both of them did. Yeah, for the most part. And then you say him and Jazz. Obviously, they were just two close friends that always joked around, party together. I mean, I have friends like that, so I mean, I, I can understand that dynamic. So I understand why you even you chose that, even though I chose to do one. You did like. I guess Will is just you know, you know universal. Well, well, when when like I said for the for the that for Fresh Prince and for Family Matters that I named, mm-hmm. you have the one dynamic character mm-hmm. and then their duos with everybody else in the show. And it's funny that you actually mentioned the Fresh Prince. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Family Matters because you know Urkel was not supposed to be a recurring role in Family Matters. You actually, know? he was not. Yeah, so he was. You know, that was like he was written in a couple scenes and he did so well. And people loved him that they brought him back. And then the show ended up damn near being about It was his Urkel. show. It ended up being about Urkel. Yeah, it was like a phenomenon. But but you said the, the relationship that he had more with Carl, I would say, was the the best duel of the relationship. Yeah. You know, because they were op, not opposite, obviously, opposite, opposite in age, but also opposites in how they looked Look at, at life. life yes. You know what I mean? So it was just, uh, so that was a good dynamic. But they were accepting of each, each other. other. And they have always done those things, so that's a good one. I, I I do I do appreciate that. I would say um, my my next do you recall moment comes from a movie starring two people, and well, that is well, you got to have at least two people yeah, in that movie. I know it's right. Starring star starring. <laughs> yeah, I got to edit that out. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> starring. I say you leave it in. Kid and play. Okay. So Kid and Play to me is one of the best black duos. Duels. Duels. Duel. You know I'm killing this. Anyway. Just say do. Do. O's. O's. There you do. Go. O's. There you go. So um I and I loved it. And the funny thing is a lot of people are gonna say, Oh, you talking about, you know, you talking about a house party. And actually, no, I'm actually talking about Class Act. Class Act is my favorite okay. movie by them. By Kid and Play, Class Act is my favorite. And um they were opposites in the movie. You know what I mean? But they work so well together with the comedy, with the um uh just it, their dynamic when it comes to the rapping and their dancing. It's just, uh, to me, one of my favorite black duos. So I really did enjoy that. Okay, let me ask you this, though. What made, what, what made the dynamic to you work so well? Um, did I've, you actually see them as their characters? Could you see that? I saw them as their characters um, because in class act, uh, play plays like, you know, an, like a, old bully you know what i mean like he, he plays he's, like he's a, a gangster, gangster a thug a thug you know he plays a thug but he's a hip thug he's a hip thug but you know um and he but the way he just sees the world is just different than how kid saw it i mean kid was the brainiac the preppy brainiac, the preppy yeah. brainiac and he saw things differently obviously and it was like one of those that old saying walk a mile in my shoes yeah and this is what exactly what happened and they and they flipped it and it was like oh, okay and what I liked about it was both of them put their own twist on that character. So even though play was playing like the gangster, whatever, and then he started to slowly, you know, when he got, um, when he got, um, uh, uh, exposed, I'm sorry, when he got exposed to certain, you know, what you would call it, uh, not rich, but smart, I don't know, other opportunities. Right. He, he gained a little bit from it and he started to slowly change. And so did, um, 
and so did uh, Play. I mean, so did Kid. And the funny thing is their girlfriends were opposites too. Like his Play's girlfriend ends up being like a brainiac girl, and then Kid falls in love or, for the most part with a hood girl, like a hood rat for the most part. I'm going to call her a hood rat, but a hood girl. Right. But notice that she had a softer side because she drew and all that stuff. And uh, but I, I love the dynamic of that movie. Um, I like them as just always being like brothers together um, in, in their rapping to to their to, to experiences. And it was one of the best. They have the best duo name like kid and play. Right. Right. Like kid and play. Like it just goes hand in hand together. True. True. So that was uh, another one of my uh, favorites now, right there. I, I know you mentioned it. You said it wasn't because of this movie. Okay. But don't you kind of think that they kind of flipped the script on House Party? Yeah. No. Well, no, no, no. Now keep in mind what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they kind of flipped the script from House Party to Class Act. Because if you think about it, look where Kid lived and look where Play lived in House Party. Yeah, I can understand that. But I mean,. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But even if we're going to talk about, you know, um, if we're going to talk about, uh, shoot, why am I, why am I drawing a blank? Drawing a blank right now. Uh, not class act, but house party. I'm sorry. So if we're going to talk about house party, in house party, obviously they have a cool dynamic because it gives us one of the most popular and famous dances, the kid in play. Oh, yeah. Like this is made for like two friends to do like, all the time, like everybody, this that thing transcends generations. They like the kid do, and play, they dance. still do that now. They and exactly, they still do that now. And that's something like that's like that. What made them a great team was they gave us something that was so hype, that was so high energy. Um, I'm assuming they made that dance up themselves, so that just adds to their, you know, level of why they're one of the best black duos out there. You're so. getting better. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm trying to out here. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so that's another one of my do you recall moments. So also I want to lead into this because uh obviously you mentioned him. I haven't mentioned this other person, but he does play a role in the movie House Party, which is Martin Lawrence. And what do you feel about Martin Lawrence uh and Will Smith? And bad boys, you think that were? Do you think they worked as a great tandem together? Oh, of course. I, th- I think they did really well. And in all actuality, I didn't bring them up. Yeah. For the very simple fact that we were trying. Well, I was trying to stay with the do you recall? Got you. No, I understand. And because to me, their best dynamic is in their last movie. You know what? I I would agree with that. You know, uh, bad I mean, boys as, for as, life. As, yeah. As far as, um, don't get me wrong. I love the whole series. Yeah. But to me. Them playing as a you know grown grown man yeah you know in in Bad Boys for Life Martin Lawrence's characters Marcus Burnett becomes a grandfather mm-hmm. you know Will Smith he's at that age where they're both at that age where they're contemplating well um, Martin Lawrence's character is contemplating retirement yeah you know and Will Smith's character is running from retirement yeah gotcha you know so to me that dynamic right there is like and it goes with the, the movie because it's like bad boys for life. He's like one last time. He's like one last time. But throughout the whole movie up until I think the last, what, 45 minutes, yeah. hour into the movie, 
Martin Lawrence is like, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. And he's like, dude, it's me. Yeah. And you, 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 at that point, you got to do it. That's true. You know. And um, while you were talking about that, the one thing I was thinking about, too, was, um, and this is one of the last things I want to talk about because I just think that it's just, it works so well, is obviously we talked about Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and how they did in that role, and that was great. Now, we want to do a do you recall moment because March is right around the corner and this new movie is coming out, coming to America too. So, really, we're going to go there. Do you recall coming, coming to, to America. America with your boy Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall? What did you really think about that duel? First of all, no disrespect, but you was kind of around when that shit first came out. Yeah, so there's, there's no disrespect. We didn't talk about that yes. on the podcast. On yeah. the um, um, yeah, blast from the past. So. Exactly. So, what was your thoughts when they first came out? Did you thought that they were gonna work together as a duel? Well, I thought that I thought it would work out really well because they're both comedic actors and they both have com- great comedic timing. Mm-hmm. So, what really caught me off guard with that? Like mm-hmm. I said, I expected good comedy out of that, mm-hmm. but what I what I didn't expect was the multitude of characters that came out of that. Yeah. Because Arsenio Hall did play some cool characters. You yes, know what I mean? Did. And I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I didn't expect that. I didn't, I didn't expect the Arsenio Hall to play, you know, you know, not Otis, but he not, he played one of the, the barbershop guys. Oh, yeah. And he played that shit role. I don't know who he was. The guy's ass whooped. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah. Or, 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 you know, sexual chocolate Come on, man. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Randy Watson. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm saying they did work well together. They did bring some. I didn't know Arsenio Hall had those kind of characters. In I didn't him. know he had that range. I, I, really, I really didn't. Did. But I thought they did work well together. Like, it must have been a pleasure for them to work together. And obviously, they did work together also on. Um, they worked together on Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights, yeah. And he was. Oh, my God. Arsenio Hall in that movie was fucking hilarious. Just crying even, all even, over the even, place. Even this short little time he was in the movie. Exactly. I you know? laughed my ass off so hard. So, you know, and, and I feel like Eddie Murphy was one of the first ones that kind of do like how Adam Sandler does now where he just like all his friends are in his movies. Oh, yeah. Like Eddie Murphy was like, that, God, no, just come on. Just come on. <laughs> just but, get in. Just get in. But, you know, and, and you know, you if you want to really go back to it, you know, Harlem Nights, that was a multitude of, of casts. That was a it huge was, and they all played well off each other, and that and that it was black duel at their best, like comic yeah. comic du- comic teams. That was a comic team. Can you think about it? Because you had you had Red Fox and you know working with uh with your boy uh 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 oh my god why am I drawing blanks? That's all. Uh, I know what you, I know who you're trying to say. Uh, um, look, look, Harris. Richard Pryor, Harris, it, and Harris too. Just they just drawing off of each other. And it was just a perfect team of things. Like you know, if you've never seen Hard on Nights, guys, you guys need to see it. You need to see that. You guys that need to that see is comedy at its best. It will never be done again. I don't care how many times Kevin Hart thinks he's going to try to react this. It's not going to happen. There is not enough cat. There is not enough black comedians that are that funny to do what they just did on Harlem Nights. It's not. Now, you guys out there, and you know who you are. Yeah. That part. Well, I'm going to tell you who you are, but you know who you are, Pops. If you are going to do this, this is the cast. I'm telling you, this will sell. You do the whole cast from Harlem Nights in a pop. That will sell. Oh, Funko Pop. Yes, Funko. Oh, yeah. If you do that, they will sell. I think Eddie Murphy has one from Harlem Nights. and so I believe so. I got to look that up. But, yeah. 
Um, no, they got to do the whole cast because that's that's a collection right there. That is a collection, that especially since half the cast, um, actually more than half the cast is already gone. Yeah, though. but then mean they can't get the. Well, I guess you wouldn't have to sign for the likeness. They just you get the rights from whoever made the, the well, movie. I guess you would have to get the you'd have to get the rights from two people from the people who made the movie. Eddie Murphy, <laughs> probably no, no. Because then he produce. I I think he was one of the producers. Okay. But I think you have to get the rights for the distributor too. Okay. Or whoever whoever financed the movie. But them and then the estates. That's, That's true. That's it. Okay. Well, I want to say who are some of your guys' favorite black teams out there? Your favorite black duos out there. You know, let better, us know. Get better, get better. Okay. <laughs> let us know who you do. Comment down below uh, if you agree or you disagree with us. But um the do you recall moment for me? For my two were Keenan Kale from Good Burger, all that, and Keenan and Kale's show. And then I said, Kid and Play, it had to be one of the best tag teams out there. I mean, hell, we still have the Kid and Play dance. One of, one of their songs had called themselves tag teams. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there it is. And they and they really were a great duel. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, and then Kills was talking about his one of his favorite Do You Recall moments. Uh, do you recall, obviously, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and his multitude of partners that he had in that show that were just like they they had a great dynamic together. Oh, yeah. And then he also mentioned the uh, the two of, what was the first one you mentioned? The comic book. The, the comic, comic book books. of Storm and um, Black Panther. The Storm and Black Panther, which would be great, obviously, right now. It would be very hard to do without not having a, a Black Panther to do it. So, right. Um, they will have to like kill him off like now and then figure out like some type of thing. But well, this has been your, can I, can I give, I, like I said, <laughs> when I, when we started, yeah. I want to give one honorable mention because I know it's black history month and I want to give just one, okay. just one out. That's not say black people. Okay. Got you. Um, but Tango and cash, which is Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. I know you don't like Kurt Russell. I said I didn't like Kurt Russell. Oh no, no. I like Kurt Russell. You like Kurt Russell? I like Kurt Russell. Okay. Why wouldn't I like Kurt Russell? I don't know. I like Snake. Okay, but yeah, Snake Pearson, Pearson, Flix, Flixton. Yeah, I got, I got escape from, I got escape from L.A. Okay, but yeah, Come on now Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell to me, Tang on Cash. It was that com- shit was funny though. It was comedy from two actors that you you were not you wouldn't expect from. comedy from. Well, maybe maybe Kurt maybe Russell, Kurt Russell, because he but was fun, he Sylvester does funny Sloan. stuff. But not Sylvester Stallone. No, you don't. But that was fun. That was a good dynamic. That was a good. Dynamic. I did like that. I did like them. Planning. I wish they ever did some. I wish they did a thing on Clash Two, like you know, whatever. Like they yeah. need. That was a cool buddy cop. It that that was one of the best buddy cop films. So we gotta probably do that next time. Like best buddy cop films. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's some. You know. There's some out there. That, yeah. There's some really good ta- tag teams out there. But uh, once again, I want to say thank you, Joe Kill, keeping it real for coming on the podcast oh, and blessing man. us again. Anytime, anytime. Uh, you're always welcome back here on the Do You Recall podcast. Once again, guys, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. And uh, I see you when I see you. I'll holler at you later. Peace. Peace.